welcome everyone to I Can't Book This, episode 9. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Starting off on Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon have a little match. What was your thought about it? More or less on Ember, because, you know, we always yeah. see Alexa. She's yeah. obviously the star of the women's division over there, but like, mostly, what was your thoughts on uh, Ember in, in the match? Uh, I mean... She doesn't suck. Uh, it was a pretty good match overall. Obviously, I like her finisher. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I was really indifferent about it. She, you know, obviously you had Ronda at ringside. She had Fox at ringside. Bliss had Fox at ringside. So it's like, you know, eventually that would play some type of part. It was kind of predictable. But overall, I thought Ember did pretty decent. I mean... I don't know. I don't like the shit on her. She's pretty decent. She's not bad. So I mean, overall, I thought I thought she did good. So do you so do you think they uh, made the right call by calling her up from NXT? Yeah, because she had I, when when she lost the belt to Shayna, it was pretty much over for her. Yeah, like what else do you have going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what I mean, what else are you gonna have? You gonna have her, her and uh, the Sanity Girl, uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah, Nikki Cross. What are you gonna have them do a feud? But she's already been there so long, so it's like yeah. You really didn't have much for her, and, you know, she gets a match every other week. You know, it's not too bad. I think she's good at bumping and, and, and selling a little bit. I'm not saying, oh, she's the greatest, you know what I mean? Because I, I think that goes to Sasha, in my opinion. I think Sasha's, like, one of the greatest women at the selling and shit because she just makes shit look crucial. But, like, Ember's pretty nice at with the – I think I believe there was a spot where she got drop kicked or something into the corner, and just the way she just took it, it was like, damn – uh, so, you know, like, then, shit like that makes me appreciate the little stuff that she does in the ring. And, like, I mean, I'm not saying that she should be, like, the women's champion on Raw yet. But, like, somewhere down the line, I can definitely see them pulling the trigger on her, though. Uh, there was a point in the match where she uh, she did a baseball slide out the ring and hit, I think it was Alexa Bliss, and just fucking wrecked her into the wall. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty crucial because it, uh, it was, like, a late camera cut. So you barely see her, like, I hate these slide out the cuts. ring, and then boom, she hit her so hard. It was pretty decent. It wasn't too bad. Uh, what'd you think of the ending, man? With like, like how obviously Alicia Fox tried to go in to like break up the pin, but it didn't even look like that really happened. So the ref looked confused. Yeah, crowd probably had to be confused. Um, yeah, that was a botch. But eh, I mean. It happens, right? Where's Vicky? <laughs> Where the fuck is Vicky? Oh, man. It's, you know, well, you got to figure. I mean, if you're a professional, you're probably getting pissed about that. Like, you know, you got one job. And she's, she's like, they just touted, you're a vet. You've been here for a minute, so it's kind of fucked up that you're missing your cue like that. Yeah, you got you to gotta make sure that you're there on time because, I don't know, I, if, if I've been in the business so long and you're not there on time, it's like, dude, you had one job. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like uh, when they had uh, uh, Papa Shango was supposed to come out for that. Oh yeah, and just wasn't there. It's like, well, fuck. Now we have to have Sid kick out of the leg drop, which nobody does. Oh man, that <laughs> just fucks things. Yeah. That's about it. Real fuck boys, man. B team still the Raw Tag Team Champions after this triple threat tag match this past Monday. That's kind. Of, it was kind of shocking to me, man. I. Like I've said before, I didn't expect them to have the belts this long. I thought it was going to be like a novelty run real quick, win it on Sunday, lose it on Monday type shit. But here they are still beating two of the top tag teams, I guess, 
They have great chemistry. That's what I hear from from commentary. Well, <laughs> maybe this Cinderella dream is gonna run out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Obviously, I think I think Matt Hardy's going through some injury problems. That's the reason why it's happening. Yeah, I, I, I'm really curious about that. I wonder if he's just going to take some time off or what the case is. But, yeah, I'm not mad at the B team being uh, the tag team champions. I am mad at them changing their theme, though, to this, like, B team, B team, go, go, go shit. Like, what the hell is this about? You know what I'm saying? Y'all just had a decent little generic rock joint. You know what I mean? Like, it was straight. So, like, I don't know why y'all would change that. But like that's the only that's my only gripe about B team right now. It's not their ring worker them being champs. What the fuck happened to their theme song? But other than that, yeah, uh, the, the switch back to Matt Hardy though. Yeah, man, is he gonna end up retiring? Do you think, or do you think he's just gonna take some time off the heel? I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think he's gonna retire, uh, and then he's gonna just train King Maxo. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have him training twenty four seven. Talk about delete, delete. I don't. I don't necessarily want him to retire, but I mean, obviously, if your body is giving you certain types of pains and this is the shit that he has to live with. So it's like, yeah, I would call it early, I guess. Don't be a Mick Foley, you know, where you need so many surgeries down the line or, you know, you're just, you know, your body can't do certain shit because of what you put yourself through. And they've put themselves through a lot over these years. So it's not like he's, you know, been a punk his whole career and he's just, you know, so he has every right. If he ends up doing it, but I wouldn't like to see him do it though. I, w- I want to. I forgot what I was watching. It might have been on the network, but he was talking about. Remember when he did the leg drop off the, off the ladder, off the top of the ladder? He did a leg drop. Yeah, like, that's probably the reason why I'm hurting from that one single move. <laughs> probably, man. That was a fucking crazy ass bump to take, dude. Like that, just the height. You know what I mean? It's not like you fucking went through some tables or you know some fucking chairs you know what i mean it's just just that from that height that's crazy to me yeah you he obviously had to have been off something to take that spot man. Uh, what, what do you think about the Heyman and uh roman reigns promo where he was trying to cop a plea and end up becoming you know his new advocate <clears throat> well obviously when it, when it first started off i was like yeah fucking right but uh, then he, he uh, started talking in Samoan. Yeah, when he hit him with the Samoan, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. And, and I was like, oh. I was like, okay. And then he kind of saw Roman put his guard down, and then boom, he gets fucking pepper sprayed. I was like, why is he pepper spraying Roman? I was like, fuck. <laughs> if I was Roman, I'd be like, fuck, dude. You mean to tell me this is the best thing you can fucking think of is me getting fucking pepper sprayed. <laughs> so you mean to tell me <laughs> this is what we wrote? God damn it, I don't want to get pepper sprayed, but he had to get pepper sprayed, and it was just funny to me. I was like, wow, let's get pepper. And then Brock comes out, I was like, yeah, you're fucked now, boys. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, obviously, Brock came out and fucking wrecked him. Man. And then, Did you see how he was kneeing him, man? I, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Brock wasn't being no shit. <laughs> Like, Brock, if you need me like that again, we're going to have a fucking problem. Right, man, because you just took liberties with that nigga shit. Like, yeah, bro, you got to be a little careful because that shit looked serious. Like, it didn't look like there was no pullback on that. It looked like he Braun Strowman his ass. Yeah, and Roman, Roman's not Braun, so he can't be hurt Roman. (laughs) He's the fucking golden goose. Man, obviously just that was, you know, I guess it was a nice way to build up the SummerSlam. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Last, you know, go home show for Raw, so they had to do what they had to do. But, yeah, I, I mean, Heyman, once again, like, I've always liked Heyman. There's never been a time, even when he was the annoying commentator, there's never been a time where I didn't like him. So now seeing what he's been doing with Brock and, you know, playing the angles he's been playing, bringing the emotions that he's been bringing to the table for it, just just more, you know, classic Heyman. And I wonder if he had any writing credit on that segment, you know, besides what he said, but, like, just the way it was set up with the macing and then Brock to come out and just decimate him like that. I wonder who was in charge of that. Because that was, that was a nice little way, to, like I said, just to, all right, now y'all got to wait till Sunday to see what's up with how this is going to end finally. I'm so, I was so pissed. I was really hoping SummerSlam was this past weekend. I know, man, but fuck it. It's finally here, so now we got some shit to look forward to this weekend, finally. Uh, were you looking forward to a Dean Ambrose return at all? Because he finally returned uh, this past Monday. It took me by surprise when uh, when Seth came out and he's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I've been kind of dishonest with you guys. I've I've actually been here for a while. It's like I've been it's it's been somebody else's uh, travel plans. I've been yeah, and then you, the crowd started going crazy as soon as he said that shit. So I was like, yeah, you know this pop is gonna be dumb right now for Ambrose, and and it was. He got a pretty nice roar when he came out. I was I was shocked because usually you know if you're off a of TV for nine months, it's kind of easy to forget about people in wrestling, dude. Especially when obviously that wheel keeps spinning. So yeah, it, it's kind of easy to forget about people. But nah, man, the crowd got lit as hell when he came out. So I mean, he does have a lot of fans, but me personally, I mean. I just hope that it's it's a better Ambrose this time around. Like, obviously, you've been lifting <laughs> this whole time that you've been out with a shoulder injury. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I I don't think he was ever injured. I think they didn't have anything <laughs> for him, and they said, go home and lift. Come back when you're swole. They basically told him, come back when you have muscles. And he just looks totally different, man. He looks like a totally different person. He's... He Fuck looks it. more of a badass than a goofy he, guy that's he looks crazy. Be- he like, looks yeah, believable I, now. Yeah, yeah. He looks so, believable now. Only thing I ask is please don't do that dumbass stop in the corner where you jump off the middle, you know, where he, like, runs into the turnbuckle, jumps off the middle turnbuckle, turns back around, and hits the – like, please just don't do that silly shit. Yeah, that, now, that's a believable move right there. <laughs> I hate that's the only thing I hate about this shit, man. I hate that fucking move. Like, yeah, yeah man, that's a. Uh, hopefully, yeah, do he's that changed shit. some shit up, though. You know, with this return, you got a new look. Hopefully, we get a little bit of new moves. Because be wrestlers the, don't really seem to do that anymore. It's gonna like, be. It's gonna be the same old shield. Man, that that's what's kind of trash, man. Maybe we're we're spoiled again by someone like Jericho, where every time he came back, he reinvented himself. He brought new moves to the table every time he's came back. He's never just kept the same moveset over the years so that's another thing that like that made him great so it's like y'all gotta kind of take notes on shit well, like that man i mean yeah but we're taught that's a top five right there that's but this that's these, a blue chipper but like this this is what you should be aspiring to do though you know what i mean not do the same moves as jericho i mean there's plenty of new shit that's not being used in wwe right now that you can snag off somebody yeah but you know what i mean I don't like know, something put, put somebody that standard's kind of high man like I, I know it should happen but to put somebody to like if, if not a complete overhaul, some tweaks at the very least should be done. I should say then, like at least, like you got you gonna come back the exact same, just a new haircut, just a new haircut. Like, like I mean, come on, man, it's a lunatic fringe. Okay, I still don't understand that. But, <laughs> uh, what did you think about uh, Renee Young being on commentary all night? What did you think of it? 
in your honest opinion. I'm, I, okay, I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't think she was vocal enough. She was. Yeah. I rarely heard Renee Young, so it was like compared yeah. to the work she did in NXT on commentary. Like, yeah, you were way more vocal. So she, I mean, we get a, oh every once in a while, but other than that, I mean, I felt like she wasn't vocal enough. You know what I'm saying? Cole took the show and was just talking the whole time, and it's like, well, Cole being Cole. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's putting he he got shit on by Shawn Michaels. He's putting his work, but it's like, you know, everybody was oh my god, Renee Cole, you know, blah blah blah. Or, what, or Renee Young, not Cole. I don't know why I said that, but Renee Young, they were just like bigging her up on, you know, Twitter, but it was like she wasn't really vocal enough for me to really put an input on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing her become a permanent commentator because I feel like if you're going to have a three man booth, why not have a woman be a voice in that? Why do you need yeah. three guys? And I'm not too big of a fan of coach. So it's well, like we, we can we can act so any anything's necessarily better than him. But I mean, I would not be against her being a, a normal fixture on Monday Night Raw. I think that would be good because, like I said, I didn't mind her on NXT. It never it never once bothered me. Oh, there's a woman com- you know doing commentary. Like, no, it was fine for me. So shit, she needs to be more vocal. I do agree with you on that because I did notice that you just get a O oh, or a reaction. That's about it. But as far as like actually talking, talking, yeah, it wasn't too much going on for me to be like, yeah, this is. This is good. Yo, this, are, this is good or bad. I didn't yeah. really have enough to really give my opinion on that because it wasn't really. She didn't have much input. Yeah. Well, do you think they'll be uh, bring her back for next Monday, or or do you think this is just a one-time thing uh, just to test the water? That was just a test in the water for Evolution. I'm guessing. For sure. For sure. That's what I would guess, but you know, I can't book it. <laughs> Switching to uh, Tuesday night. SmackDown Live, man. Sanity loses again to the New Day. Again. Because, you know, New Day needs these wins so bad. You know, they're still struggling to get over with the crowd. They're just not connected with the crowd. So they really need every win possible. So they got to call up teams from NXT to basically be fed to these guys. How do you feel about this? That's just my little annoyance with it. What's your take on this, this shit constantly happening since they've been called up? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I just don't know why you had him and he beat New Day a couple weeks ago for the, you know, actually beat New Day. Yeah, I remember But then that. weeks later, before the pay-per-view, they're losing to him. So it's like, I guess at least they got a win. Yeah, a win. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand, man. Like, I know that they are not going to be the stars of the tag division. I know that they're not going to have all the main programs built around them, but this ain't this ain't that man this is not what's happening like you guys are doing more damage than you're doing good i feel with them how are they gonna be taken as like look at them they should be like competing against the fucking bludgeon brothers for these belts like there should be nobody else right now at all like and that and that's common sense but then it's annoying like i've said before about wwe like whatever's common sense or that they know that the fans would like see they just love to do the opposite just to fuck with us like they don't there's no reason or logic for why they do this opposite shit other than they want it i'm not let's not give it to them we'll wait months later maybe and they might get that payoff finally like that's fucking stupid to me yeah i it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me 
What are you going? They better be champions by WrestleMania or some shit, dude. Something. There better be like something at the end of this fucking tunnel. Besides, nah, they just keep losing the teams. Now they're gonna start losing to the bar or some shit. Like, it, no, man. Like we know it's gonna no. be like the Ascension. <laughs> fucking stars on NXT, jobbers on the main roster. And I can agree with you on that because the Ascension had so much fucking promise until they got called up, and then it just became a, a joke. A big ass joke, man. That's why I'm like, yeah, I could see that happening. I, got- I just, I don't understand this. I don't understand why you're building people on NXT and then they come on the main roster and then they get shit on. To me, that doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like, why, why would you put in all that work? You know, really try to get them over with the crowd. You finally get them over with the crowd. Okay, well, let's bring them up to the main roster now and just shit on them. Ain't, they're not being strategic. That's all it no, is. Not they're not all. being strategic at all about their picks, about who they call up. They just, oh, they're popping right now. Okay, let's bring them up. And do I, we have anything? Do we know what direction we're going? No, but they're going to get a pop when they come out and debut. I, I th- you know, think, think fucking God that, you know, we got Cian Almas actually doing something. You know, because I'd, I'd be pissed if he was on the main roster right now and didn't have shit. Or, fuck, at least McIntyre's somewhere around something. I can't wait for him to turn on Dolph, man. I swear to God, I can't wait for him to turn on Dolph and do his own shit. So, God. Man. Uh, The AJ Styles and Samoa Joe segment. You know, AJ, like I've said before, to me, that's, that's one of my favorite wrestlers, but he's not that great of a talker to me. And no, people, it's not because of his accent or no shit like that. It has nothing to do with that. He just doesn't... I don't know. I don't want to say he doesn't have it when it comes to talking, but it's just something about it that's off-putting to me. But anyways, AJ comes out, says his little spill, and then Samoa Joe comes out with a letter, supposedly from Wendy Styles. What was your whole feel about that, man? Like, what did you feel about that promo? Did it do anything for you at all? Did it make any sense to you? Did you are, was, are you more excited for SummerSlam now? Like, to me, it was match? the same shit as last week. It didn't make... Okay, well, that's how you end the show? Ooh, mic drop. I just got a a letter from your wife. Like, come on, man. Like, really, my wife really sent you a letter talking about how I didn't want kids, even though I get tattooed, you know, they got the tattoo deal. Every time they do interviews with this man, he's talking about, you know, like, it's, like, it's a different day and age. You can't insult fans like that. I don't have an Instagram, but I'm pretty sure AJ Styles posted on Instagram that's family related or of his kids. Like, yeah, Joe, he's obviously in his kids' lives despite of his work schedule. Like, it was a cool angle at first, but then when you want to take this little goofy misstep where you want to, oh, your wife wrote me about her unhappiness type shit. Technically, she should know you for a while, technically. No, why would she be even addressing the letter? Like, I don't know. I, I pick apart shit a little bit too much sometimes, but just that whole shit didn't really make sense to me, dude. That's why I'm like, we could have did something different. They could have just went back and forth. Let's do a reminder. We've had our dances before in the past, AJ. I put you to sleep before. Shit like that. You know, like, they could have just verbally tried to spar back and forth. You guys have the history. This is the blow-off until this weekend. This letter was totally unnecessary. We did not have to end it that way. They still didn't have to get physical, but that that letter was such a bad call, in my opinion. Yeah, it, well, it, it doesn't make sense, and it, yeah, it, it did come off as corny to me. Like, yeah. And Joe's she, normally a great talker, so that's why I'm just kind of like, uh, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, what am I listening to right now? It, and 
that's the crazy fucking part. I was just I was just seeing some shit on Twitter about how in back in two thousand five when they were beefing, like back in two thousand five, and it's like you guys were tearing the fucking house down, and sometimes it's like. Yo, AJ, fuck, man. Do you need Paul or something? <laughs> right. Let somebody you need talk to be for a human guy? Like, what the fuck? Something. Because at this point, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right. AJ's just missing that. It's not like his mouthpiece is bad or anything. It's yeah, just... it's just something that is just not connecting. Yeah, it's not It's not all there. But it's... That's the, that's the thing about... At least AJ fucking lets his work do the talking, and it's like, hey, at and least I, we're getting I a great match. I think that's what it's been for him his whole career. It's like, I don't have to be the greatest talker. Just watch my match, and you're still going to fuck with me, and hey, that's why I became a fan. So, yeah. I mean, I never... Oh, because he had a fire promo this one time. No, he had some fire-ass matches, though. <laughs> so, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope... I'm just excited for SummerSlam. I hope, you know, their match just tears the house down. I know. I had, I'm had. i kind of scared, though, man. Can't even lie, because I had such high expectations for the whole AJ and Shinsuke shit. And it, you know, it, went, like, it went how it did. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm just hoping that just based off of their history, because, you know, AJ had matches with Shinsuke before, or a match, however many there was. I'm not too sure. But obviously him and Joe have had way more. For X Division titles, for the fucking heavyweight championship. Like, yeah, they've had plenty of battles. So I have a little bit more confidence in them. I just hope they don't fuck it up or the, or whoever's booking that match fucks it up. Low like, blow. <laughs> <laughs> right now, shows over here, low blow with AJ. Like, God damn. Huck, what, what, what do you guys got against AJ's dick? Why the fuck does AJ keep getting low blowed? <laughs> Man. All right, now switching over to 205 Live. Uh, Akira Tozawa and Leo Rush finally get to mix it up again. I thought it was a little decent match. I thought it was better than the first one. Yeah. Like, I, I, th- I thought they tried to tell more of a story in the ring. And it was uh, <laughs> Leo was trying to take off his uh, his little wristwatch or whatever. <laughs> and it was taking forever, pissing off, pissing off uh, Kira. And then he throws it, he throws it to him. And then he throws it up, and then he tries to catch it. It was—I thought it was pretty good. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I like that part. It, it didn't come off cheesy or anything. I mean, I know some people probably didn't like it, but to me, it wasn't bad. I, I like that little spot in the match. That was—that was cool. A little bit of comedy, you know, whatever. However you want to interpret it, but like, I shit, I liked it. Uh I liked how they had Leo, uh, Leo, fucking struggle. You know, it wasn't just a squash yeah. match. It yeah. was. Yeah, there was a couple times the match was like, "Fuck, he might lose." Actually, yeah, that's that's a that like they brought up during the match on commentary. You know, that's this time last year he was getting ready to, to defend his weight championship at SummerSlam. So it's like, yeah, he is a previous cruiserweight champion. Do got to put a little respect. I, on his no, name. okay, first of all, no, that's bullshit. He had it for like less than a week. Stop trying to act like he had a fucking long ass reign. I think he had it for like four or they five were days. Playing hot potato with that belt at that time. Though. Yeah, so that's why that shit was happening. What uh, fucking Brian Kendrick had it. He had it. Kalisto had it. Neville had it. Then fucking Enzo had like yeah they were bouncing throwing that bitch around for a minute so 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 every every time Drake Maverick tries to bring up oh well he's a former cruiserweight champion no for fucking five days like it's not like he fucking <laughs> had the belt for two hundred some days no he didn't even have it for a full seven days so don't try to give me this bullshit on how he's a former cruiserweight champion yeah my ass he's not was, I forgot who he lost the belt to. It was Neville. He so, he, he so, got it off Neville, uh, that that two hundred five live, and then oh, okay. and then yeah, he went into SummerSlam with it, and then lost to Neville. 
Well, I can't get mad at that. I mean, it was fucking Neville, the fucking king of the cruiserweights. Yeah, like, like, I, I, yeah, I, like, I'm, hey, I'm just pissed on how they're trying to paint him like now, he was some was great cruiserweight champion. If that was motherfucking Brian Kendrick that beat him, like, I'd be a little like, yeah, fuck that title reign. But, yeah, I mean, it was the king of the cruiserweights, man. For him to beat him once, that was luck, in my opinion. But, for, hey, you beat the champ at that time. And and I think he came in with a suit on. <laughs> that shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be an official champion. Uh, I didn't pay. Well, I'm, I did pay attention to it, but I didn't really care too much for the Cedric Alexander and Jack Gallagher match. That was, was that was a really good match to me. I felt like they. It tore wasn't the, bad. It wasn't. I bad. thought they tore the house down. I'm just getting too like too bored of the same matches. You gotta think, man. These are a lot of the same matches we've been having since 205 Live's inception. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like the same shit. Like you guys kind of need to dip into your funds and start buying up some cruiserweights. There's plenty of cruiserweights on the indies that you can get. You know who I would like to see that fucking Flip Gordon dude that be on the fucking being the Elite series with Bullet Club and shit or the, the Elite. My bad. I would like to see, he's he's young and he's pretty dope at what he does. I, I caught Impact last night. Ray Phoenix, another motherfucker they need to sign. Really dope. I need Zack Cybre. <laughs> There's other people that fuck that. That's just a little small fish in this big ass ocean of cruiserweights that are out there. Like, he's dope at technical shit, but like, I'm talking like literal cruiserweights that can go with Mustafa and Cedric that will give us a whole new batch of dope ass matches. Shit. That's That's what we need right there for 205 Live. I mean, yeah, we still could use the old school WCW type of cruiserweight Dean Malenko shit technical. So that's why, I mean, I can't argue with you about wanting to have Zach uh, Sabre Jr., you know what I mean? But, man, there's there's a lot of people they can get because I'm tired of seeing Jack Gallagher face anybody that's currently on 205 Live because he's faced everybody for, like, the past... I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Long. Like, I've been critical on him, but... His ring work is is pretty fucking good, man. Like it's it's. That's I'm his not... character more or less for me. I can't really well, yeah. shit on his wrestling, but it's more or less his character. Yeah, his character sucks, but it's better that he's been become heel, but it's still not doing it for me. He, for, for for me, I guess his his ring work does enough, so I'm not mad at it. Like for he, sure. he he can fucking wrestle with every single one of them guys on that roster, and it's not going to be a bad match. So I guess I guess fuck, man. At least at least it's a good match. I felt like the Cedric Alexander, Jack Gallagher match was. I felt like they tore the house down. That's just me, but you know, obviously at the end of the match, you know, you had so the whole match you were just working his neck, trying to yeah. get him loosened up for SummerSlam. Yeah. So, so I felt like that match told the story, and it was it was good enough for me. So I guess I'm not mad at it. Yeah, like I said, like to me, I feel like. Jack Gallagher and along with Noam Dar, they need to go to NXT UK, man. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying release those guys, but like put them in the proper area, utilize them the right way. Like Gallagher ain't really gonna. You see him as a fucking cruiserweight champion on this show, dude? Fuck no. No. <laughs> unless, unless some cheating happens or some you know fuckery goes on, yeah, of course anybody can be champion under those circumstances. But like, just play your cards right and go put them on NXT UK. And he'll be fine. The crowd will love him. That's his people. You know what I mean? Like, everything will be fine. I don't want to see the guy fired. I don't. It's not like I don't fuck with him like that. Like, that. it's just his character was boring. I'm just I'm just glad they got away from him having the umbrella and shit. Yeah. That's Marty that, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just glad they at least got away from that. Because when I first saw that, I was like, uh, you're kind of Jack and Marty swag right now. I don't, I don't think that's cool. 
I guess, eh? Shit, was there a, yeah, I guess that was basically it. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. what, Hideo had a squash match where he was just torturing that job. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> I, I can't, I, can you guys stop doing that? Like, I know you want to have a squash match, but why do you got to torture the guy? I dug it. Like I said, this is what I wanted from Hideo. Like, you got to be more vicious. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm digging I ain't mad at it. <laughs> like, I mean, but yeah, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. He kept... He kept fucking picking his head up every time he go to pin him. Like, fuck, dude, just leave him alone. He's already dead. <laughs> just leave him alone. Well, <laughs> and then they call they call the match because they pretended he was knocked out. And Hideo comes back in the ring like, fuck, dude, leave him alone. Uh, switching to Wednesday for NXT. Street Profits. Uh, yeah, the Street Profits versus the Mighty. What'd you think of that match? Uh, I'm not a fan of the street. Uh, I'm not a fan of the street profits uh, gimmick, but there's some athletic motherfuckers, dude. Like yeah, they, they, I they, will they, give them that. They they can they can work. So I, I'm not mad at it. But I need them to go against undisputed era or war raid or something. Because at this point, like I'm tired of the squash matches with them. Because we've done it for fucking a half year now i feel like eventually well coming from this shit that, that, that just happened this past wednesday i feel like one of them are going to end up facing undisputed era after this takeover brooklyn because to be honest with you i don't see the war raiders necessarily taking the straps off them it could happen but uh i don't really see it happening though like i just being smart you should keep that on undisputed era because i feel like that would just be the smart thing to Who do right now. Who else would you put it on? That's the thing. It's if, if you're going to take the belts off them, I don't see a tag team. It would have to be War Raiders in that sense. They're the only guys that are Believable dominating because, you know, AOP is gone. Sanity's gone. Like, you guys are, what, is it going to be fucking heavy machinery? Not them. I hope Chucky. Not. No, fuck that shit, bro. Like, no, no. Yeah, it would have to be War Raiders in that sense. So Street, I, street I, Profits. I mean, damn, man. Eventually, they are going to have to get the straps eventually, bro. They've been with the company for a minute. So, it's like, eventually, the shit is going to have to happen, and we're just going to have to accept it and let them well, have their little moment. But I like, just... I guess I would rather see the Mighty, though. Like, I, I've liked them since they debuted. You know, obviously, injuries have set them back and shit like that, but, like, I've always liked the Mighty since they debuted. The, uh, Mustache Mountain is the only people I can see taking the belts off on Disputed Era. Another another situation about the NXT UK. Like, let's split this shit up. They need to go over there. You guys need to start building shit up over there. Like, you know, you guys started your tapings. Let's keep the ball rolling. But they are needed over there. You guys need established names there. NXT will be fine without Mustache Mountain. 205 Live will be fine without Jack Geller. It's certain people and Noam Dar. You just got to take them and put them where they are needed. NXT will be fine without that. <laughs> but yeah I'm all in all though yeah like I, I'm not too much of a fan of their gimmick either but I thought the match was alright they kinda killed it with the whole and not in a good way with the whole Wakanda <laughs> fucking Black Panther <laughs> splash and shit like okay we can dig it let's let that go please please let's, <laughs> please, let's, let's let, 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 let Wakanda go <laughs> oh just watched Infinity War last night but uh I I like the ending of the match where he pinned him and then rolled out the ring and jumped in the crowd. <laughs> was, oh yeah, made the cameraman get his cup and shit. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that. 
I was like, that's the first time we've had somebody go up to the cameraman, hand me that, hand me that. And the cameraman actually <laughs> taped his hand going to grab the cup right. and everything. I was like, all right, that's something new. I wasn't mad yeah, at it. Yeah, I dug that. The Dream in EC3 promo had Dream out there looking like 97 Scott Hall and shit with the jean attire. Uh... I thought it was dope. I thought their back and forth was dope, especially because the crowd was invested. He said, oh, by the way, nice fanny pack. And then the crowd started started chanting, fanny fanny pack, fanny pack. I was like, oh, shit. So I was, man, I don't know. I could could hear them bullshit with each other all the time. Bro, I'm telling you, like I said last week, I think they're kind of (laughs) destined. Like, they're the the matchup in wrestling, in WWE at least, that are just going to do it. Whether it's on the mic or whether it's in the ring, they're just gonna always knock it out the park, man. Yeah. So, I'm. I guess you know it made me look more forward to the match that's coming up Saturday. So, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a boring promo. You know, this is what it looks like when doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> is this what it looks like when doves cry? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> AC3 had me laughing. That motherfucker is goofy, man. <laughs> I, I, I fuck with him though, man, but. Yeah, that, it was a little decent. It was a little decent promo. <laughs> I should have me like, Fanny Pack. I was like, why are they chanting Fanny Pack, guys? You can get anything over. <laughs> Fucking. And, uh, what? yeah, that was the main event, no? It was uh, Roderick Strong and uh, Tyler Bates? Yep. What'd you think of that? I could, I could, I could watch Mustache Mountain go, uh, fight with undisputed air for the rest of the year like i <laughs> i have no fucking problem their chemistry's out the fucking roof like it's i i don't even understand like they're just so good together obviously they've been working live shows they've worked in the uk shit together yeah and they've been working so long together but i it it it's it's something new every time it's just a dope match every single time i to, to me tyler Bate against roger strong was dope to me, it was another tear the house down usual like NXT does. Yeah. Like, I've I've always kind of fucked with Roderick Strong since he debuted. I didn't really, you know, mess with him too much on the indies and shit. But since he's been a part of NXT, like, I always kind of dug him. I just thought his character was a little bland in the beginning. But since he's been a part of the, the Undisputed Era, and since they've been doing this program with Mustache Mountain, like, it's been making me become even more of a bigger fan of of him just as his ring work alone. He's a great worker, man. So WWE was smart, in my opinion, for picking him up. They obviously saw the right shit in him. Like, we could do something with this guy. He's very fucking talented. Yeah, he's not the biggest guy, but just his technical, his technical shit is just it's good. He's got that uh, Gargano effect. People fuck with him because he's a good wrestler. And that's dope. If I was a wrestler, that's what I would want. I wouldn't want it because I got a cool catchphrase. Or a cool T-shirt, like no, nah, they fuck with me because what I do in that ring, yeah. like so. I mean, and that's I, the biggest compliment you can get, man. Yeah, that was pretty much it for uh, for the shows this week. Now we can move on to. Oh yeah, it was go home week, so didn't expect too much. Yeah, now this is where the fun part comes from, though. Now we get to get into our predictions for this week. We're gonna start off with take over Brooklyn this Saturday. Ooh. I'll say the the match you give your win I'll or who you pick and I'll give my pick. Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Who do you have? Dream. Same for me. <laughs> Same for me. I I have Dream. I love EC3, but 
Dream Dream shouldn't be losing any matches at this point. Yeah, he. I mean, not that he needs it, but like, I mean, you ain't got a belt on him or anything. What you can't just keep having him show out at takeovers, but not be able to secure the W, you know. So that's why I chose him to to get the win. Uh, Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. <clears throat> I think that I'm gonna go with Ricochet. Uh just because I think it's time for Adam Cole to move on to the NXT Championship. My pick was Adam Cole. I picked uh, Cole to retain just because I feel like he should try to have a nice long run with this championship before he passes it off. Just because not only is he the first, but he should be the first and have a nice little lengthy run with the shit. That's just my little take on that, though. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Uh... I, I don't tag straps. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see anybody taking the belts off on Disputed Era. Yeah, same thing here. I got them retaining because, like, I've already, like, I already touched on. I feel like Mustache Mountain needs to, you know, be serving their duties over in the UK. So I feel like Undisputed Era should retain. Shayna ba- uh, Baszler versus a uh, Kyrie Sane. I'm, I'm gonna go Kyrie just because I think that she should win. But, yeah, yeah Ky- Kyrie is also my pick, and it's nothing against Shayna. I mean, I guess she's not been that bad of a champ. Like I said, she she could be a little bit more believable during her promos, but uh, other than that, I really don't have no gripe with her ring work. And like I said, like I, she hasn't been too much of a boring champion to me, but I feel like it's just that time. It's just that time. Like, I felt like Kyrie should have got the belt not too long after – the May Young, the first May Young Classic, but I feel like just coming off of Oscar, they didn't want to go that direction again. Yeah, so sense. that's why they went with the Ember and all that other shit. So, yeah, I think it's the, her time to be crowned as uh, the women's champion in NXT, also. So, yeah, that's my take on that one. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, which was supposed to be a triple threat, which I was looking forward to, but now it's been downgraded to what a last man standing match. Yeah, last man. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh... Tomasa retains. Any reasoning? Uh, because you fucking push the fucking baddest heel on the planet. That's why. That's what you do. Then why is AJ champion? Because that's AJ. That's a different <laughs> story. <laughs> that's I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Gargano, man. I felt like he should have been champion way before the whole shit with him. You know, before Champa even came back, I felt like he should have got the strap. And then I wanted Ciampa to fucking return and then them feud for the belt. Like, that's how I would have looked at the shit back then when he was gone. That's how I wanted it to happen. So, I don't know. I just feel like he kind of deserves it, you know. Like, I've been saying for the past couple weeks, he's over with the crowd. It's not like he's being force-fed to us and he's just somebody that's just going to make us. That's your champion, love it or hate it. Like, it would be a good move. And then if you guys want to continue it on, you can continue with Alistair or you can continue with Ciampa either way. But now there's a new element to the match, though. Yeah. Uh, quick question. What's do, you, up? do you think the Cruiserweight Championship match should be on TakeOver? Just because it would mean more than being on the fucking free show. The kickoff show for SummerSlam. I guess, yeah. Because this the TakeOver show, what is that? One, two, three. That's only five matches for TakeOver. So, yeah, they could have necessarily threw the Cruiserweight on there just to make it, you know, six matches. So, yeah, I could agree with that. All right, now switching over to SummerSlam for the kickoff show predictions. 
Almas and uh, Zelina Vega versus Rusev and Lana. Who do you have on that one? I would I would hope Rusev and Lana. Yeah, that's the same pick as me. They need a win. They well, it wouldn't hurt Andrade in my opinion. It wouldn't hurt him to lose at SummerSlam. Like you've already, you're on the crowd starting to fuck with you. Your ring work is getting been getting better since you've been called up. So you're gonna be fine. But Rusev and Lana need some type of something, man. They need something from this because they just been getting the shit end of the stick, really. Obviously from storyline wise. So that's why I would pick them. Yeah, I I would hope that they they get that W. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm I'm gonna fuck around and pick Gulak on that one. I'm gonna be honest. For sure, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't be against him winning, but I just, I don't know. I just pick Cedric. I want I, I want to see a Cedric versus Leo match at some point for the Cruiserweight Champ. I just want to see them mix it up, and it would be great if it could be for the Cruiserweight Championship. But if it ends up going the other way, I can't be mad at it. I wouldn't, you know. Now it just looks like I'd have to look forward to a Gulag versus Leo Rush match. <laughs> like, that's it. I would just have to I, change to that. I, I just feel like Gulag's been putting on. He has, man. Like, he's been great since the tournament, man. I mean, I didn't like the PowerPoints and all that bullshit when he was doing all that. But, like, after, you know, Maverick came and he's gotten back on his shit, like, yeah. I have no gripes about it. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. On the main card, Finn Balor versus uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, I'm going to go Finn, but I, I just wanted to comment. You know, the WWE does all this anti-bullying fucking campaign and bullshit. And then you're going to constantly bully Finn Balor. Like, so are you guys anti-bully or are you bully? Cause that, that's, that's been the dumbest shit to me. Like, and I, like how Punk was going to point that out in this pipe bomb promo. Like, yeah, you guys do this shit. But, like, that's look at Stephanie. Look at a lot of people. That's kind of dumb that you want to promote this be a star shit. But yet then you guys are constantly having women tear down each other based on their looks on some high school shit. You got Stephanie doing just demeaning shit. Like, everybody damn near a bu- All the bad guys are damn near bullies, so it's kind of stupid what you're doing. There's other ways to go about it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's other ways to go about it, and it just doesn't make sense how you're this anti-bully bullshit campaign. It's cool if you're going to do it, but why the fuck is everybody a bully then? doesn't make sense to me. At all, man. Yeah, I also picked Finn. I just want this fucking feud to be over. Like, I don't know. How about in your opinion? Do you feel like this feud has done anything for Baron? Do you feel like it's gotten him over more? Do you think the crowd is more receptive to him? I, I don't or do you think, think he's going to be in the same fucking spot once this is done? I don't think this feud has necessarily done anything for Baron, but his his character change has done good for him. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why this constable ship is seeming to get him over a little more. I, I, I fuck with him a lot more since this const- constable shit. So I guess, it, it, not necessarily this feud, but his character change has done good for him. The B team versus the revival for the Raw Tag Team Championships. At this point, you got to keep the belts on B team. <laughs> for me, it's like, why would you? You already got him pushed, so. I mean, I I don't have anything against the revival. I think they're pretty good. It's just at this point you kind of got to keep pushing B team till we can get AOP over there. I would feel like I well my pick is the revival on this one, but I I would just feel like just because once again like they've been the kind of people that have had to deal with fucking injuries, 
setbacks, and I just feel like it's their time. They're a good tag team. I'm not going to say, oh, I think of them as one of the greatest tag teams, but I just feel like it's their time, and it wouldn't be bad for them to beat the B team, and then if they want to go into a you know little thing with them you know, for next month or whatever, so be it. But, like, I guess I could also would want to see AOP get the straps off the B team or the Revival. I don't know. Like, I guess I can go either way on that, but it would be more squashier if they were to go the B team route. But then if they were to actually go against the Revival, they would be more of a battle, I feel like, because how they're, you know, the tough guys and shit like that. So I think that can make for a good match, something that we weren't able to see in NXT. So... Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I hope the fucking guy, the Blood Bludgeon and Brothers, keep the belts because if they don't, well, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the same thing, man. I pick, I pick Bludgeon Brothers too. Like, yeah, New Day doesn't need this shit, dude. They don't need it. This is a wasted match. This should have been Sanity, and then we would have been probably talking differently. I think I probably would have had to pick Sanity if that was the match. But, like, yeah, I, I don't want the New Day to win. And that's not a knock at them. I just don't want you guys. You don't need it right now. You don't they, need it. They're fucking fine. They're selling hella merch. They'll that's what fine. I'm saying, man. Like, you guys are fine. You guys are over. That's why I don't understand why you guys got to be the focal point. Like, you can be merchandise pushers without having to always be in the damn spotlight when there's other, I'm not going to say more deserving teams, but teams that just been on the back burner mostly because of you. So shit, like let them step aside. You guys can still do your, you know, your commentaries and your promos and all that funny shit. But let somebody else get a little moment, man. Can we switch it up though? Can we start throwing burgers out or something? Something. <laughs> Fucking something instead of pancakes. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Fucking burger power. <laughs> he said, "Did he just spit in my burger?" <laughs> ah, fuck it. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank briefcase. I'm gonna hope to God Braun. Let's hope. Same here, man. I fuck with Kevin Owens, and you know I want him to have something of importance going on. But I don't want him to take the briefcase away from Strowman, man. He's over it, and whenever his time comes, he's gonna deserve it. He should have been champion. He should have been champion before Roman. I'll say that for sure. So, I just hope he actually ends up retaining the shit. What's next? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the United uh, States Championship. I, I want Shinsuke. I'm gonna take Shinsuke on that one just because I don't, I don't see Jeff and Matt like you know. I I don't hate him or nothing. It's just Shinsuke needs it more than Jeff does. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Jeff's established. It's the same thing. He doesn't get special Jeff, treatment. Like, you're good, bro. Just like New Day. You don't need this shit. Jeff, you're Jeff, over. You're fine. Jeff will be fine yep. if he loses. Shinsuke, he loses to Jeff. That's like, well, what the fuck we doing with Shinsuke? Yeah, it's going to put you in that kind of corner where, okay, now what do we have? Like, you were just in the title picture. Now you're losing the U.S. title. It's like, eh, it, it wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah, I picked Shinsuke Nakamura also, but I'm going to go with interference from randy <laughs> like i'm i'm gonna go with that at some point randy's gonna slither his nasty ass in there and do something <laughs> so, uh, oh my god i'm you know randy i i'm not mad at you but fuck man we really don't need jeff getting kicked the nuts again please can we switch let's it not, up a little bit something. let's not fuck over jeff again let's just punt him in the head 
<laughs> insert insert Randy Orton head punt. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins for the IC championship. Uh, I'm going to go Seth. Yeah, same here, man. Dolph is just not doing it for me anymore. I, I don't know what it is. It's just it's not doing it for me. Seth I needs fuck with, I'm fucking with Dolph right now. As an IC champion, it's not do it's not I like I've been saying I would rather have McIntyre as the IC champ over Dolph, man. Like I Dolph doesn't need it. It's not doing anything for you. It's not making your stock rise with people at all. So it's just kinda like eh, yeah, it could have been servicing McIntyre way more than it's what it's doing him. Yeah. So yeah, that I, yeah, Seth needs something. I don't know if they're gonna, you know, with Ambrose returning, I don't know if they're gonna do this little shield shit that they were doing before he got injured. But yeah, Seth needs something, so I would like to see him with the strap again. Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. <sighs> That's tough. Um, I'm gonna go Daniel Bryan just because. It could go either way for me, but I'm gonna have to go with Daniel Bryan, and I just, just because I feel like Daniel needs it more than the Miz. Yeah, the Miz is fine. You got your TV show. It just got picked up for a second season. Second season. Yeah, man, you're fucking. You're established. You're fine, dude. Like you're not gonna, you know, be hurting if you were to take this loss. But this will be maybe hurt the, his ego. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But this would be like a nice little, you know, big victory for Daniel since he's came back out of retirement. You know, your guys' program is great. It's It's been ready for you guys, you know, for the longest. And now you guys get to pull the trigger on it. Just it wouldn't hurt. It, it wouldn't hurt him. Carmella versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm taking anybody but Carmella. My pick is Becky Lynch. Just because how she was the first SmackDown Live Women's Champion and she hasn't really been in the picture since. Actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go Carmella. Oh, God. Just because Carmella's money. Oh, my God. You know what? Corey Graves is Corey finally, Graves, if has you finally fu- corrupted this nigga's brain. This motherfucker's final. You know what, Corey? If you say Carmella's money one more fucking time, <laughs> you know... She's about as 50 cents change as I've ever seen. She ain't no money. <laughs> Fuck off, Corey. We get it. You, you have to push her. Vince is in your ear saying, say she's money, say she's money. She's not money, and you know it. But I guess she, you know, trying to be a heel. Whatever. <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, Ronda's grabbing the strap. It's, 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 it's going to be Ronda time for the next year and a half. <laughs> I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss, just whether it's... I, I forget what the fuck happened to Mickey, but I, I'm going to say, similar to the Shinsuke shit, I'm going to look at some type of bullshit from the outside, whether it's Alicia Fox or a returning Mickey James. That's just going to be my take on it. I, I think something to that effect. Isn't isn't Mickey hurt? That's what I'm saying. I forget exactly what happened with her. I don't know if it's even possible for her to be you know back this Sunday, but if not her, then Alicia Fox... Something is going to happen to where she interferes, gets attention, and Bliss is able to do something to, to secure the win. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Uh, Roman. Because anything's better than Brock Lesnar at this point. Yeah, I'm going I'm to say the same. 
I feel like Roman, obviously, even though this has been the rumored plan for quite some time, I just feel like, yeah, unless they really want to swerve us and shit, yeah, this will end up being his crowning moment this Sunday. Well, you know the WWE hates common sense. So it's very, very possible Brock keeps the belt and goes to UFC with the belt. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, especially with their deal with the Fox, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Something, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of cross-promoting going on right there, you know? Like, that's a good way to promote both brands in one sense since you guys are going to be sharing a TV home. But you guys, these past couple weeks, have heard, like, when Kurt Angle said Brock Lesnar's the worst, you know, universal, the crowd went fucking crazy when he said that. So it's like, yeah, that's what, how people feel. That's what it is. There's no denying it. So, um, what, and, and this is what really blows me is they're getting this false sense of hope because they're getting a loud pop off of Lesnar possibly losing the title and Roman's getting this pop. Yeah, that shit's not going to be there after SummerSlam. It's going to be the same old fucking booze. So, yep. please, I really hope that we have something planned for after SummerSlam. Let's just not give Roman the title because this pop that you're getting right now will not be there after SummerSlam. And I hope that you guys know that. Just because he's getting this pop, because any if any, I don't I don't give a fuck if it was James Ellsworth, you're gonna get that pop because Brock finally gonna lose the belt. But after SummerSlam, that shit will not be there. So I hope I hope Braun fucking cashes in the money in the bank at at SummerSlam because if you don't, Monday he's gonna walk in talking. To, it's my fucking yard. Well, no one's you're not you're gonna get booed again. It's it's gonna be the same shit. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a false sense of hope that you're you know you're trying to trying to get and it's sad i i really hope that you don't think that roman's the answer i really hope that you genuinely don't believe that aj styles versus samoa joe for the wwe championship aj yeah that's the same thing it's kind of fucked up to say but like yeah i want to see aj retain so i just well you know like we always say he's he's not gonna lose that strap till the video game's released yeah. I mean, that's how, yeah, that's how we feel. I mean, but who knows with WWE. I couldn't get mad at it, I guess, though. Like, if they were to go the opposite route, I guess. Oh, Shocking. I'd, I'd love for Joe to get the title, but I just don't see it yet. But to get on to some, on some you know, a little bit light booking, I would have changed some things around, though. Like, for, for starters, I mean, don't, the only thing I would have changed really is I would have switched some matches around. I would have bumped the Andre or Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega versus Rusev match. I would have bumped that to the main card. And I would have put the Finn Balor and fucking Baron Corbin match on the pre show. I'm sorry. You're like, right. I, I, was... I, I know Finn's over and shit, but that fucking feud ain't over, so that should be a pre show match. Uh I was thinking that last night too when I was when we were I was thinking about the show we were texting and I'm like Yeah Finn, this Finn and Constable shit doesn't really need to be on the main card. There's there's other shit that's going. Yeah, and I feel like their feud is a lot better than Finn and Corbin, so they should deserve, they deserve, deserve to be on the fucking main card over that. So I would be putting them to start off the kickoff show on top of that. Huh? But, you know, I mean, uh, just going off the top of my head, basically, like it would be basically, you know, your typical back and forth for the Finn and Baron Corbin match. You know, at some point, maybe Finn fucking reverses the end of days, hits a Pele kick, or, you know, does that little shotgun drop kick to the corner, and then coup de gras, Finn 
when hopefully the fucking feud's over. <laughs> hopefully the fucking feud's over. Well, and Finn's a little guy, so. I'm so tired of that shit. And then yeah, then the cap off the kickoff show, I would still keep Cedric and Gulak, but you know, obviously nope. give them their most minutes. I I, I I would put them on the main card and take I, off what? Braun versus Kevin? No. The B team versus Revival? No. Bludgeon I, Brothers versus New Day because they were just on the pre-show last pay per view. Like, there's really nothing else I, to take off. I well, yeah. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz because everything else is championship matches. To, for, for me, it's just tough putting a, a belt on the pre-show because... You know how they look at the 205 Live brand, though, and that's the only reason why it's like that. It's just the way they fucking look at it. So, of course, everything else on the main card is over that. Carmella's match, The Miz's match, everybody else's match is over that. So that's why I'm like, just from a booking standpoint, I know they would still keep that match. I don't know what the hell they could... Just looking at the card, I don't know what they would bump because... If they weren't willing to bump the Finn Balor match for the Andrade match, I don't see them bumping that for the Cruiserweight match. But, I mean, it would be from just off my guess, though, like, you know, Gulag being technical, getting, you know, a lot of technical offense submissions. Uh, Alexander, you know, be getting in a little bit of offense, but then Gulag just cutting him off, being fucking relentless. And then at some point, out of nowhere, because how he's been doing this shit lately, out of nowhere, lumbar check, like, just on some desperation shit. Even though Gulag's been fucking giving it to his ass the whole match, just pulls it out, bam, hits him with the lumbar check, one, two, three, and then an exhausted, damn near beaten, <laughs> damn near beaten down fucking Cedric Alexander prevails. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably book it Cedric's getting his, whooping his ass all the time. And then that shit switches up all of a sudden, and then eventually you get the Gulak, and Gulak gets a belt off him. That's how I'd book it. Yeah, because that was, yeah, that was, yeah, your pick for for that match. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really have too much for the whole Rusev, and uh, I wouldn't have too much input on that match. I mean, maybe English finally does something right. And helps them secure a win, so everybody's happy on that side now. Like, yeah, we're all over the bullshit now. We finally won. So, I mean, yeah, that that would be as far as, like, what kind of spots they could have in the match. I don't know. Obviously, you know, Zelina and Andrade is going to hit the fucking Tranquilo pose. At some well, point, you know that's gonna happen. I, I would, I would have Rusev boot him out the ropes. That, <laughs> we that need would... that to happen at least one time, though. Like, yeah, SummerSlam would be the spot for that shit to happen. Fucking boot him. Tranquilo out the fucking ropes. That's what I would have. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really have no input on the B team and Revival. I mean, they can do their yeah. typical shit. Braun Strowman versus Kevin, that could be typical shit. Uh, like I said earlier about the Bliss and Ronda, I feel like Bliss would retain by some type of distraction. Maybe, you know, use some type of if, fucking... If- I wouldn't say brass knucks because I, I think that's kind of outdated. But use some type of object during the shit to actually knock Ronda out or some shit so she can get the pin. I, I don't see her just hitting a finisher and beating Ronda. If 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 they were, you know, if you really want to push Ronda to the moon, you would have to be smart and just let her come in and squash Bliss, like squash Bliss. Like, dude, we were watching. Uh... Me and Ed was watching fucking SmackDown or no Raw, and she was like even saying the same shit about Ronda. Like she doesn't really wrestle; she just like tosses people around recklessly. Like there's no moves that she does. And and, and for and, an outsider to say that, that's kind of like 
there you go, people. Like, if an outsider can see that kind of shit, like, I understand, you know, judo's your shit. I understand judo throws, but it's like, you gotta incorporate a suplex, a fucking DDT, something. You can't just fuck throw. Like, did you see what the fuck she was doing to Alicia Fox? That's what I'm basically expecting to see this Sunday. Uh, with her and Bliss. I just expect to see a bunch of arm throws, arm throws, arm throws. Try to get her in the arm bar. She squeals out, gets her back up, starting to throw her uh, awkward slam here or there. Like, that's all I'm... It's going to be some bullshit. Like I said last show, she was going to, you know, fuck up Alicia Fox with those throws and hurt her arm. Sure enough, she has her arm taped up this show. Like, yeah, you guys knew what you were doing when you were, when you were watching that shit. Like, yeah, obviously she's hurting this woman. Yeah. And I just, I just hope, like, you're not actually working with these with these people and you you're not showing them yeah you got to brace up for that arm throw because it feels like every time she does that little fucking judo throw it's like crucial to their ligaments like you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> like their elbow just looks totally bent and it's like i hope she's not doing this shit just randomly for real man I don't have no input on the bludgeon brothers versus new day it's gonna be the same typical fucking spots but i feel like you know, obviously, Bludgeon Brothers will go over. Same thing with Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. Like I said, Randy will probably interfere. Yeah. Uh, now, the Carmella, the triple threat with Carmella, Charlotte, and Becky. I would say, like I said, I would say Becky goes over, but maybe Carmella gets taken out by one or the other two. You know, whether it's Becky or Charlotte, at some point in the match gets taken out. Then Becky gets Charlotte in that disarmor or whatever. So it's not. So I and this is coming from a non car you know I'm not a Carmella fan so this is coming from that standpoint but then they can protect Carmella and she can still talk shit even though she loses her championship well it wasn't me that tapped out that was Charlotte like I didn't get beef for my championship but then that can continue the possible feud between Becky and Charlotte and Becky gets to reclaim her throne after being gone from it for so long so I feel like that way we can advance all three people instead of it just being Carmella going over and getting to talk the same shit over again. Like, you'll get the possible feud between Becky and Charlotte, Carmella will have a talking point, and Becky gets to be champion again. So, like, they all three will probably still be floating around the championship by the time the Mae Young shit comes around, maybe. Uh, and shit, I mean, I, and this is just from a storyline standpoint, I would have Becky and Charlotte go at it eventually you know lose their cool and this tea bullshit they're yeah doing. yeah that's what i'm and saying then eventually, eventually pay off yeah well no well carmelo would end up rolling somebody up and retaining that's how i'd book it just because you're already pushing carmelo crazy and you already have the storyline there of them eventually beefing over this they, they try to play it all cool off off on yeah. air like oh we're cool don't worry yeah my ass you you feel that pressure and you want to win the belt and they're eventually going to have to go at it and that's how I'd have Carmella go over. Because eventually those two are going to go at it and she could roll somebody up or something. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? That's just going to happen at some point. It's going to be a breakdown during the match where they're going to end up... That T shit's going to go out the window. T. Yeah, I don't have no input on Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. It's going to be... And by saying that, it's like, yeah, it's going to be the same typical shit. You know, they're probably going to have a good match. 17 curb stomps. 17 fucking curb stops. <laughs> like it said, that's his curb stopping the shit out of Dolph the whole match. Same thing with the Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I just hope Daniel does a bunch of corner drop kicks and yes kicks and shit like that. Like, I hope he's 
on his American Dragon shit a little bit. That's that's the only that's the only thing I can suggest for that match. Like other than that, however y'all want to do it and go home with it, that's how you, hey, it's open for y'all. AJ versus Samoa Joe. I would like to see one or two old spots from just like the TNA feud days. Like whatever those may be, whether it's a crowd spot, I don't think Samoa Joe would do that wild shit. Yeah, that that was some shit that he did uh, versus Kurt Angle in the crowd. But like just any of the old spots that they may have done, because like they, you know, you see the gifs on Twitter. Of the, uh, their little sequences and shit. Like, can we just get one or two sequences? If not a spot, like, can we just get some sequences? Just so it's like, ah, I remember when they did this shit. Like, that's that old shit. Because you know how wrestlers do that shit where they try to, and they, they try to one-up each other, but nobody's getting the upper hand. And it's just like, ah, they come to that dead standstill. Like, yeah, one of those type of moments. Like, we've been here before. That's all I would like to see. And then, you know, with the Brock and Roman Reigns, like, obviously Reign, Reigns will win, but let that shit be short-lived because Braun fucking comes out and cashes in like that to me that would be the best way to book this paper well well how how do you fuck that up i mean please let's not Not by being wwe and being like oh the crowd wants uh him to cash in nah nah we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have brock over (laughs) gonna have brock over and he's gonna keep the belt for six more months until royal rumble I'm so over this shit, man. Hopefully, come Sunday, this will be one of the last nights that we ever see Brock Lesnar in WWE, man. You know, damn well. For a while. You know, damn well, after he gets knocked out by Cormier, he's coming back and grabbing the belt right back off Roman. I swear to God, I'll go on record right now. If that shit was to happen, I'm done with Raw. I ain't fucking with Raw. While that man, if he's ever champion again, I will not be watching during that time period. That's bullshit. I'll hold you. Yeah, you I, will hold me too. That, I, that'll I will be hold one you to that. That'll be one extra day of bullshit I ain't got to watch. So, I, yeah. I guess I, I have to take you that off. at your word, number two. Oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I ain't, I ain't here for this shit anymore. That shit's old. It's annoying. Like, I ain't got time for that what, shit, man. What, what blows me is how Kurt Angle's always, well, Brock Lesnar has to be the worst universal champion ever. Well, there's only been four. Fuck. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, default words. Duh. Yes, he, he acts like the universal title has all this lineage. Like, no, it's fucking four jabs. Like, <laughs> obviously, obviously, Brock's the worst. It's fucking default, bud. It's not like we got much to choose from. <laughs> Said the pickings are slim. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just basically my little take though on how I would uh, book the shit a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah, we're pretty much similar. In depth. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we're different on the Carmella shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. On the the uh, on Twitter, did a poll, random poll. Would you like to see a, a Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey match? Eighty three percent said yes so far. Seventeen percent said no. But like, I'm interested in seeing that shit at some point. I would like to see that shit. Well, that's what they should have did to begin with. If they were smart. Ronda would have went to NXT, but only to work. I would only send her to NXT so she could do live shows all the time and she can get better at her craft and work on her mouthpiece. Yep. And who the fuck would challenge Shayna? Well, there you go. That's how Shayna gets to the main roster right there is to have Ronda take over NXT. But that that doesn't, once again, I can't book it, but how does that not make sense? You know, you have two real... Real MMA fighters that were that one match like real fights, so it's like you know why wouldn't you do that, and and have probably a fucking two takeover 
uh, two takeovers worth of uh, matches out of him. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why they didn't go that direction. I mean, like I said before, I understand the name, blah, 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 all that trash-ass weak excuse, but, like, she should have definitely went the other route. Quick question. I don't know if you saw the rumors. NXT to FS1? Oh, hell no. You don't think so? Nah, I see 205 Live going there before NXT just because NXT is, like, basically the for as far as the network goes. As far as the network goes, that's their bread and butter. That's their homegrown product where they know that that's half the reason why they get subscribers. Besides their pay-per-views, like they know that a good portion of their subscribers are there for NXT. They're not there necessarily for 205 Live. And that's a brand I fuck with, but like, let's keep it a buck. Like, a lot of people ain't really giving a fuck about 205 Live. I, I got this weird feeling they're going to throw that shit on FS1 and NXT's never going to be the same. It wouldn't be, and that's the reason why they wouldn't do it, like, because it makes zero sense. Like, you're going to put it in an arena, they're going to have to follow after SmackDown, because you guys are going to be fucking cheap fucks, and you're not going to want to book three arenas in one week, so you're going to have them follow SmackDown. The crowd's going to be restless. The crowd is going to be smaller, because people are going to be leaving. Everyone's not going to stay behind to watch that shit. And besides the way they have it set up now, that allows them to do their TV tapings and keep shit moving with the the live events. So that's the only reason why I would say that they wouldn't do it to Fox. Because it would fuck up not only the product, but then it could fuck up potential money with the touring. Because now these people are still going to have to be doing more traveling instead of just always being in the Florida area where they can keep doing their little you know tours and shit down through there. Like it would kind of... Yeah, you could try to experiment and try to do as many house shows with them like you do Raw and SmackDown, but... It's going to be a big risk doing it with through through the bigger states, you know what I mean, instead of just Florida. Florida, they're homegrown down there, so of course everybody's going to come out and see it and show support, you know. But, like, it's a gamble. It's a, It would be a big gamble, and I just don't know if WWE would be willing to gamble with their little baby. Yeah. SmackDown, Raw, that's another thing. They're going to be fine. They're established, but I feel like NXT, like I said, they're allowed to do their tapings. Like, they're not, like, how could they do a taping on a Friday after SmackDown? Six hours worth of shit they got to tape. Like, yeah, that would be too much. People would be dead in that motherfucker. Yeah, you're right. I just, I would hope that shit don't. I hope I, it doesn't I, either, man. Keep I, it at full sale for, for as long as you can. That intimate feeling is the best. And it's, it's great for the people that come in from the indies because that's an indie setting in a sense. So, I mean, I like it. I hope they keep it that way. Like, I don't want to see it move to, to Fox. But if that money comes calling and that's part of what they want, they going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, well, look. I I feel like th- they teased that shit earlier this year, putting it on yeah. the cable. So I feel like eventually they're go- Vince is gonna get really thirsty. That was really weird. That was really weird how they did that this past year. Like, why would you even flirt with this idea? <laughs> like, why would you even do this shit? I feel I feel like Vince is gonna get thirsty. He needs more fucking <laughs> XFL money. Yeah, right. He needs more funds for that bullshit. But yeah, anyways, man, it's looking like that's all I really had down for this week's episode. I'm looking forward to this Saturday and this Sunday and see how things roll out. You want to talk about Seth and Rock? Oh, yeah. Oh, basically, I mean, yeah, for I don't know for the people that uh, that may be living under a rock this past week when Seth Rollins said in the interview, basically, I guess there was uh, he asked you know like about the idea of roman reigns versus the rock at a wrestlemania and he was like i would rather it be me and roman at wrestlemania you know like we don't need these older guys you know like how can we become them if you guys always want to keep reaching back to the past and i'm in 100 percent agreeance with him on that 
Like, we do, as wrestling fans, we got to kind of fuck off with the nostalgia all the time, and we got to look at the picture in front of us. Like, there's no fucking reason for The Rock to come back. I got to keep it real with myself. Technically, there's really no reason for Punk to come back. Yes, there's some potential matches that he could have, but do is it going to do anything after that, or would it just be a Rock situation where it's going to end up being a one-off, fucking three months of buildup, if that, and then it's done, whatever happens, happens during the match, and then it's done, because you know he's not going to come back full-time. Same thing with The Rock, you know he's not going to come back full-time. So it's like, I'm in 100% agreement with him on that. Like, yeah, we don't need these past stars. We can respect them and love them for what they've done for the business, but it's time to be with the current times. Yeah, makes sense. I'm... <clears throat> he's right, but... Or Goldberg. We don't need Goldberg to come back next year for a fucking, you know, maybe, rematch with Brock. No, maybe, we're good. Maybe, maybe if they want to bring back a Shamrock and Rock match for a nostalgia one-off and Shamrock takes a bunch of chair shots to the face. Oh, that would never happen. Just because WWE don't even do headshots anymore with chairs. Like, yeah, that shit ain't never happening. And even if, like, I'm sorry, but, like, even in 2018, ain't nobody going to give a fuck about a Ken Shamrock, bro. Like, niggas barely cared about him back in the day. We just fucking drink beers and watch the shit on the network. And damn, look at that chair shot. Like, yeah, it was crucial back then. And that's how motherfuckers got so many concussions. But, yeah, WWE would not let them boys go like that. Them ever coming back because you ain't a draw like that. Like how he be saying this shit about, oh, I want to go back. Nobody wants you back. Like, nobody wants you back. So you're going to tell me in 2018, no, you don't want a Ken Shamrock no, match. I don't want shit from what, what about a Seth and Shamrock match? Hell no. Hell no. What the fuck? No. What about Hell. a Braun and Shamrock match? No. I, what I, about a fuck? <laughs> what about an AJ and Shamrock match? Hell no. That Shamrock does literally nothing for me in all these situations. Stop playing him, man. He came over from the MMA world. WWE had a fascination with that shit, obviously, in the 90s. They tried to build him, build him as the world's, you know, dangerous man, all that shit. Because they always want to name somebody the most dangerous person on earth. <laughs> or the strongest w- man yeah, on earth. Yeah, you know what I mean? The only, they, they only come to WWE, apparently. But, like, yeah, like, nah, I don't know. Shamrock, you were fine for your time. But, like, yeah, in 2018, Bro, stop playing the Wolf Slayer like that, dog. That nigga's a bum. Bro, <laughs> you mean to tell me in 2018 you're not looking for a Shamrock and uh, Smoke Joe match? No. Is there anybody? No. <laughs> not even it. if it was a Brock match. Like, I wouldn't even want to see Brock maul his ass for fucking 10 minutes. Like, I wouldn't know. There's nothing of interest in there. What about a Goldberg and Shamrock match? Hell no. I don't, I don't <laughs> ever want to see Goldberg again. Yeah, that's with all due respect. I don't ever want to see Goldberg ever again. Like, just stay, you know, retired. You're in the Hall of Fame. You got to wrestle in front of your wife and your son. You know, cool shit. You're done, bud. Uh, I guess, man. I mean, shit. I, I felt like Shamrock put in his work for his I would, ra- I would rather see a match from Val Venus in 2018. Hello, please. Than fucking Ken Shamrock. Like, if there's anybody from the Attitude Era, there's plenty of people from the Attitude Era I'd rather see a match from instead of that shit. Makes sense. I ain't mad at you. But, yeah, saying with all that being said, now I believe that's all that we have for this week. We'll be having way much more to digest next week after these pay-per-views this coming up weekend. And we'll end up hollering at y'all. All right, guys.